Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Music and its effect on us. That's the topic today. You know, we all listen to music. We all have our preferences. We all have our historical patterns of listening to music. And there are certainly music within the options available that we would not choose. We do not want to listen to. In fact, we turn it off immediately or we avoid opportunities to listen to certain kinds of music. Is it music or is it the lyrics? Well, studies have been done over the years to see what kind of music affects people. For instance, one series of studies showed that flute music, music by particularly Indian-made flutes, Native American Indian flutes, are very welcomed and very appreciated and enhances the life of Alzheimer's patients. For some reason, that high-pitched tone coming from a flute catches the attention and activates certain areas of the brain for Alzheimer's patients, and it's seen as a relaxing event. And actually, it causes the Alzheimer's patients to become more socially engaged, socially connected, to talk, to communicate. Then we've had series of studies showing that older people in nursing homes and hospitals and places like that prefer music. But what they prefer is music that they grew up on. Not just music of the day, but music that they grew up on. That's the music that older people like to listen to. Como, <laughs> if you will. Barry, Barry Como and many others. You know, People who are older want music that was prevailing and was part of their life during their younger years. And what it does also, it encourages, it motivates, it socializes people, helps them talk, it helps them communicate, helps them be more alert as well as more relaxed. So music is a very important part of life, an important part of growing older. And uh, we all appreciate music to some degree, and in some kinds of music. But we all certainly have music that we do not want to listen to, and in fact avoid it altogether. Well, a research study was done by three young gentlemen from Japan, all in three different universities, but they chose together as they worked on this project together, rap music. And they took rap music and played it to a group of students just as instrumental music. And then to another group of students, they played them not only the instrumental music of the rap uh, music, but also included lyrics that were affirming or motivational or positive, if you will. Positive lyrics. And some, and some students just listened to the lyrics. So we had some listen to the instruments, some listen to the lyrics, and some listen to both the lyrics and the instruments together. The lyrics were noted to be motivational, however, encouraging. So what they wanted to find is, did these various combinations have different effects or the same effect on the listeners? The listeners were college students. They selected about 145 college students to engage in this kind of uh, study, or in this particular study. So they played music uh, for them in this uh, manner. 
And what they did then is that they had them fill out a questionnaire as to the degree to which they felt encouraged, they felt motivated, they felt positive after listening to the music as compared to how they felt before listening you know, to the music. And what they found is this, and probably not a real profound finding, but it's an interesting one for all of us. Instrumental music was found to be relaxing. Instrumental music without lyrics tends to be relaxing. So if you are tense, you're fearful, you're nervous, you're depressed, you're discouraged, you need a time to relax, instrumental music is what you choose. And number two is instrumental music of your day. Whenever it was, whatever that day was, 10 years ago or 50 years ago, say 80 years ago, whatever. The music that you grew up on, the music that you liked earlier in your life, instrumental music relaxes. That's the kind of music to listen to. Now, what they also found was that lyrics, that's the words associated with the music, with the instruments, also had a motivational effect, an encouraging effect, a positive effect upon the listeners. So if the lyrics are positive, it has a positive effect upon the listeners. Now what we don't know, but probably would presume, that if the lyrics were hostile and angry and violent, probably has that kind of an effect upon the listener as well. Although this study didn't particularly find that, or didn't study that, that element of it. But you'd almost draw that conclusion that it's very likely that if positive music with positive lyrics motivates people, encourages people, gives them a positive attitude, then violent and nonsense kind of messages and lyrics have that kind of an effect upon people as well. But what they found was, also interestingly, that when you combine instrumental, instrumental music and lyrics that are positive and encouraging, that was even more profoundly positively effective in the life of people. In other words, it had even a more of a profound effect, a more positive effect, a more encouraging effect, a more motivational effect. So that the students would actually be motivated to study, be actually motivated to do well in school, motivated to pursue relationships or to pursue some project that they were involved in. In other words, music does have a uh, motivational effect uh, if the lyrics are positive and motivational and uh, uplifting in nature. That's the key. So when your kids listen to music, listen to the lyrics. Are the lyrics positive? Were the lyrics hostile and angry and negative? Is the music uh, relaxing? Most, most kids find music relaxing no matter what the music is like. But what you really want to be careful of is your kids are listening to music that encourages them to be positive, to be constructive, to be hopeful and thoughtful and considerate of other people and to do well, to do right. You don't want them listening to music with lyrics that lead them astray in negative and hostile and angry directions of behavior and thought and feeling. So this is an interesting study. Uh, rap music does have an effect upon college students and probably upon all of us, as is any music. Maybe you can generalize this to any music. But if you want to be encouraged, make sure that the words of the message, of the song, whatever it is, 
is positive and constructive and helpful and encouraging and uplifting and directional. Not one that creates the emotions of hostility and anger and um, disdain for other people, if you will. Stay away from that. Avoid those, that kind of music. So it's your choice. It's your opportunity. It's what you're going to do with it and do what is right. Hey, good to have you join me today on the uh, podcast, The Psychology Report. I refer you to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. number of books there that might be helpful to you. Father's Day is coming along in the short uh, stick here in the future, and um, pick up a book for your dad. Here's one that I recommend, Lessons from My Father. You'll find it on my website, booksbyhedberg.com. A great little book, Lessons from My Father. Many, many men buy that and like it as a daily reading guide or like a little inspirational reading or devotional or motivational reading. Some uplifting little scenarios in there which I wrote based upon patients that I've seen in my own practice and their relationship with their fathers. So, Father's Day, lessons from my father. Go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. Nice to have you with me and bye for now.